to your planet. Welcome. I think that's my line, stranger. Oh, forgive. I hear I'm new, but you are known being McCoy from Enterprise. You have me at a disadvantage, sir. I name not important. You seek I. Message received. Available ship stands by. How much and how soon? How soon is now? How much is where? Somewhere in the Mutara sector. Oh, Mutara restricted. Take permits, many, money, more. There aren't going to be any goddamn permits. How can you get a permit to do a goddamn illegal thing? Look, price you name, money I got. Place you name, money I name, otherwise bargain, no. Right, gun damn it. It's Genesis. The name of the place we're going is Genesis. Genesis? Yes, Genesis. How can you be deaf with ears like that? Genesis allowed is not. It's planet forbidden. Look, backwards friend. Genesis may be planet forbidden, but I'm gun damn well... Sir, I'm sorry, but your voice is carrying. I don't think you want to be discussing this subject in public. I'll discuss what I like. And who in the hell are you? Could I offer you a ride home, Dr. McCoy? Where's the logic in offering me a ride home, you idiot? Joining me always is going to be Soul Bro. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, I'm a little rusty doing this, so just bear with me. Um, <laughs> and this is, uh, you're listening to episode 180 of Gundam at MHQ. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we killed Chris. No. We, didn't kill Chris. Um, we, we actually, actually, uh, Chris had something come up uh, professionally, so he had to take care of it. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be me and Soul Bro. I oh, know. I know I, they're disappointed. Your know, heart's yeah. torn out of the chest. Exactly. They're so hurt. All, all the Chris <laughs> fans are like, damn. Collective, a collective tears coming out of 4chan, as yeah, we that's know. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> But we will carry on with Chris. We will carry on without Chris, but he should join us uh, in our next episode. So um, tonight's topics, uh, we're going to just two. Um, I'm sure you saw on all the social media blasts that Solbro has been uh, <laughs> doing probably in the last day or so. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, Gundam Build Fighter Tri-Island Wars, which is like a one-shot OVA mm-hmm. of 
with our favorite uh, tri fighters uh, going on a little bit of vacation, it looks like, but uh, things change. You know, sometimes those free vacations they become nightmares, and uh, we, we see what happens there. <laughs> and uh, and we'll, we'll discuss that, our thoughts and takes, and everything like that. Um, and then the next one that we'll do is going to be my thoughts on uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blooded Orphan Season 1. I know Chris and Solbo were able to do that. Um, I was unable to because I was not in the country to do it at that time. Um, you, so they you were, were there. Pitched. You were there for the first review, the first five episodes. Right. So you knocked that out. But it's just a remainder, I guess. The, yeah, the, the, the ending and everything. So yeah. uh, they were gracious enough to give me um, an opportunity to do some my some of my thoughts. So. Uh, if you don't like them, I guess you can just yell at me and and, and, and go to internet and complain all you need to do. Go to internet. <laughs> yeah, internet. <laughs> it's a bean, man. It's a bean. I mean, it, it, it's now found sentience. <laughs> well, that's the that's the nightmare. It's the scenario. It's the major. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We oh, don't need man. it. I could maybe do major more than I can do um, uh, Skynet. So... <laughs> So, bro, anything um, as I'm sauntering over? It's been, it's been a while, but at least I know I know the route of the Larry King Memorial <laughs> News Studio in the Gundam News Tower. Um, you know, so, uh, Chris had been taking over those duties, but I'm now back into the in the captain's chair. I, I got the old classic uh, Enterprise chair ready to go. Oh boy, some news! But uh, well, anything, so, bro, before uh, we we dive into some. Listener submitted news. Uh, some real quick things. Um, let's see here. Uh, shout outs to uh, AB Silvera, uh, one of our longtime listeners. Uh, she says, Can't stay up for Gundam Live 180. Damn time zones. Enjoy your island robots, guys. She's in Europe, of course. So, uh, if anything, shout outs to AB. And uh, thank you for tuning in and rocking it with us, uh, in, at least on the, uh, on the recorded version, the uh, iTunes audio version. I'll watch it running back the archives here on uh, youtube.com slash Gundam MAHQ slash live. Or play all versions at once. Yeah, there you go. There you go. A freaking uh, Podception. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Do, do what every other podcast fans do. They open up everything and probably just let them play continuously. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody's listening to that many of those shows. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yo, thank you very much, uh, Ariel. I appreciate it. And uh, let's see here. Also, um, real uh, big shout-out to two people. Um, uh, Ra the Ra. Uh, he says, I feel related. I'm an Atlanta native, so I'm going to be going to AWA for season two premiere. Anything I can do to help out Gundam at MAHQ? Yeah, actually, we might be at- reaching out to you guys next episode to see how that went. Um, but also, I wanted to point out that, um, let's see here. I wanted to point out that um, uh, we're not going to AWA 2016, but we do know people that listen to our show that are. Um, it sounds like uh, Ra the Ra's going, and so is uh, our boy Tsunami. Um, he's going to, and he wanted to know if anybody else was going to network and uh, do a meetup. So if you go to the uh, Gundam, uh, the Gundam uh, Twitter, just by going to uh, Twitter.com/slash/GundamMA at MAHQ, uh, go there, go to this thread that you see right here, and um, make sure to contribute to it. Just post it and say that you're going, so that you guys can all network and meet up. And that would be awesome. I certainly hope you guys do that. And um, also put up, I'll also put up a post on the Facebook group to see uh, who's interested in uh, going to AWA. And if you are going, maybe you all can network together and meet up. So that's all I really wanted to say. And uh, props to both Tsunami and Ra the Raw. 
I, I certainly hope that uh, the premiere of Iron Blooded Orphan season two is badass. And uh, back to you, Neo. It's badass. What an endorsement. It's badass. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> but um, uh, okay. So well, thank you, and I hope everybody um, has a safe and fun time at AWA. Um, wear your gas mask and remember to bathe. <laughs> Don't be part of the problem. <laughs> Don't be part of the problem is right. Exactly. <laughs> you can't control others, but you can control yourself. That's right. So um, add to the solution. <laughs> yeah. Don't add to the problem. <laughs> Well, this is rusty, so I'm sure this is going to sound like crap, and I, I haven't really put this in the order that I, I normally do, but I'm just really trying to get this done. So um, <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm sitting here in the Larry King Memorial News Studio, I'm going to be doing some Neo's Listener Submitted News mm-hmm. in no particular order, just the order that it came in. Uh, the first one here is going to come from Poster Wielder. Oh, wow. It's anniversary time. Oh, Guess shit. who's turning 10 on November 27th, Solbro? Oh, my God. Could it be... Uh... Could it be our favorite uh, new Transformers character, uh, Squeaks? <laughs> well, if he's new, he wouldn't be ten years old. Hey, man, hey, man, he's he's a youngin. He's he's just getting broken in. Oh, he's he's ten years in Transformer years. Yes, that's oh, right. he's still a, he's okay, still, he's still nubile. <laughs> okay, all right. But so, uh, who who would it be? Who who is a? Uh... Oh, actually, I'm sorry. In October, it'll be ten years old. But there's going to be an event on November 27th. Actually. Code Geass, the Lucha of the, Revol- of the Rebellion, uh, premiered in October 2006. And they're going to be doing a, um, a 10th anniversary special event at the Mahami Amphitheater in Chiba on, on November 27th. And um, it's going to be followed by, and it, of course, it was followed by the R2 uh, anime in 2008 and several spinoff ones. Uh, mangas, and most recently, one of Chris's favorite animes, uh, Akito the Exile. Oh boy! So, <laughs> and uh, it's just here, and this is a uh, courtesy of the Anime News Network. Kogias Akito the Exile will get its U.S. premiere at the Otaku Con in Maryland on Sunday, August fourteenth. Oh, well, that was that's in the past, so that doesn't mean anything at this. <laughs> So if you went there, then it was great. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can see. So I'm sure people put up a pirated video up on the internet. Oh lord! <laughs> oh, on on internet to to do this. So thank you, Mr. Wielder. And we, Mr. Wielder comes back with wow, more stuff oh. coming again once again from the Anime News Network. And there's going to be um, uh, director Gori Taniguchi, who's uh, Responsible for such hits as Infinite Revias and Code Geass is working on a new original anime project called IDO, or it looks like ID Zero, alongside character designer Range Murata, who uh, ooh, did the stuff in Last Exile, and series composition writer Yosuke Kuroto, who's responsible for Mobile Suit Gundam 00. Oh, or shoot. The subtitle, The Boy and His Gundam. There you go. And, <laughs> so, <laughs> the Boy Who Became Gundam. Yeah, boy, we became good enough. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they actually got the link here, and, and there was a teaser trailer that was put up. It was a 100-second teaser trailer announcing the main staff and, of course, the song. What what anime doesn't have a, a an image song at this point? Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, based on a traditional... The song is based on a traditional song originating in the Sea of Japan coastline of Hokkaido, and originally, it was sung by herring, uh, fisher, herring fishermen, but um, 
Uh, I'm sure they'll probably have some cute idol singing that. I don't think you want a bunch of old grizzled, smelly uh, Fisher guys doing that. So um, thank you, Mr. Wielder, for your submission. Ooh, Solbro, hit oh. the alert. Hit the alert. Oh, shit. These, 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 are, these are the things that I like to hear. Hit the alert. Oh, yep. Here we go. First, first one back. This is our official survey news alert. Yes, the first one that I've been back. And this is coming from Mr. Philly Gundam fan. And uh, he's got a link here to Variety.com. That's, that's the thing where they uh, do all about the movies and the stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is some unfortunate news, but it is some good news still the same. Because the fact that they're pushing something back means that they still have hope to do this. So this is the way I'm looking at this. I'm, I'm using uh, the spin here to, to kind of figure this. But um, it says here, the next installment of the... Um, Classic, uh, cr- uh, critically well-received audience favorite Bad Boys franchise by um, created by and directed by himself, Sir Michael Bay. Uh, looks like the release date for the third installment's being pushed back from June second, two thousand seventeen. That meant that that was le- it was less than it was less than a year away. Oh yeah, how awesome would that have been? That I mean, <laughs> that would have been amazing. But it's been pushed back to uh, January twelfth. 2018 so that's not too bad so about six months so and it's received an official title called bad boys for life Mm -hmm. so which is funny because they intend on making a bad boys for also yeah it's like why are you gonna name this bad boys for life you should save that for the fourth one you should (laughs) save that for the final one yeah i mean you should call bad boys three the hard way yeah (laughs) And and then what you do is reboot it and you have um uh, you have Marcus's kid now mm-hmm. as his role, and then one of um, Mike Lowry's illegitimate children, illegitimate sons, being his. Uh, you know, so they'll just reboot it. So you're, you're oh, never going to get rid of uh, Burnett and, and Lowry. So they're always going to be screwing up stuff there in Miami. So you, you don't think they're too old for this shit yet? <laughs> no, if their kids reboot it, yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. I forget. Yeah. No, they're they're not. They're not. But I mean, Danny Glover was he he was. He was going to retire at what? How many movies? Three, four movies? Three movies he wanted to retire, like the fourth one, I think. He said um, and he just kept kept on because he knew he wasn't going to retire. Yeah. He's, he's just that guy that you uh, people work with, that person. They're always talking about how they're going to retire, and then they, then they hit retirement age, and they never yeah. – they don't <laughs> retire. So Never lose it. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Philly Gundam fan, for that survey news alert. And the next um, – Article comes from Mr. Philly Gundam fan, and he's um, he talks about uh, Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans season two world premiere. Uh, it's going to be in Atlanta, going to be at Anime Weekend Atlanta, which I talked about earlier. Oh yeah, so uh, that's some exciting stuff. Um, I'm sure, we'll get to see all the pirated. Uh, cell phone video. Oh Lord! Shortly afterwards, <laughs> man, Mr. Philly Gundam fan is so busy. Did another one here. Oh jeez. Oh wow, this is some good news. It's coming from Right Stuff, and it's courtesy of the Anime News Network. Mm-hmm. And it looks like another classic series is going to get some Blu-ray treat. Oh. Oh, I think we lost Neo. Waiting for uh, Skype to write itself. Come on, Skype. Don't do us dirty like this, Skype. Come on, Skype. I hate you, Skype. I hate you so much. Let me call Neo back. Let's see here. Getting him. Hopefully it's ringing. Yo, we get to see the live, the live disconnect on Skype. Yes! Yes! 
will we have an episode tonight? That will be the question. Oh my God. Come on, Skype. What are you doing? Cyber Flavex says people still use Skype? Unfortunately, yes. Yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> oh man. But shout out to everybody who's watching the stream. Phantom Killer says, F. Is it? Imani says Skype is dead to me for me, so I just use Discord. Yeah, uh, I think we should transition to Discord too. We've actually been using Discord for a while now um, on our gaming streams. Okay, here he's, he's back. Yeah, it's hey, Skype, man. Yeah. What's going on? Attack of Skype. Don't worry. We, we're back. We're back. Go ahead and start, okay. the, start that story. So I was over. saying Turn A Gundam is coming to, the Blue, coming to the U.S. on Blu-ray in early 2017. Oh, man, you, must, you must really be rusty, man. You didn't do it. You didn't do... Oh, I did. Uh, I, I thought, oh, no. Turn A Gundam. There you go. <laughs> you, get, you get to watch Century Color and all its Blu-ray magic i hope they redo the audio so it's even louder and drives Solbro even crazier oh gross it, it is the better of the entrance songs it's the worst <laughs> the goddamn fan says uh also uh right stuff's going to be releasing what do you what do you put here double oh eighty bernie's lament scratched out war in a pocket will be pushed back yes. to early 2017 <laughs> actually Solbro, that does bring up a good point What's um that? When are you remastering Bernie's Lament? <laughs> One of these years, as a never. Uh, I think it's, it, it's, no, it's if we if we had an industrious um, industrious um, listener out there and knows how to upscale stuff, would you give them a copy of the original source material to give it its its rightful Blu-ray treatment for Bernie's Lament? Well, I probably widescreen it is what I would do, yeah. um, and I would say I, would pull I, up I think a, I think it needs to be touched up. Yeah, the source materials for it is like 320, uh, whatever, a low a low resolution piece. So there's really, you could grab it off of YouTube and it would still be the, it'd be the same quality as uh, what well, I How have. about this, Solbro? Have mm-hmm. you thought about getting uh, War in the Pocket in Blu-ray and then, oh, it's just DVD release. Oh, they're not doing it in Blu-ray. Yo, yo, yo shout out to Robert Mallard. He says, don't Lucas Bernie's Lament. <laughs> Oh, you're going to redo it? No, you can't do that. Bernie's <laughs> re-lament yo Yahzee. <laughs> how, how are you going to do that? Um, oh, Chris, Christina shot first or something? Yes, yes, there you go. We just we, we revise it. Show yeah. said, people demanded Bernie's lament last night. Show, show had a stream last night, and I was actually throwing in some of my AMVs into the, uh, the music request, and it reached its limit because everybody else was already putting in songs. So uh, the last song I was going to put in was Bernie's. And uh, I couldn't because first. the limit was reached and I had to go to bed. So I was like, well, that's unfortunate. But uh, that was going to be the the punchline to the joke. But oh, well. Oh, well. But I do have other AMVs out there, guys. I, Bernie's Lament is not the only one I did. So, <laughs> Well, I would say some whoever's in the YouTube chat, why don't you put a direct link in the in the YouTube chat so everybody can check out oh, Lord. Uh, world famous Bernie's Lament? Because we need to get it to a million views. <laughs> can you imagine that you become a YouTube star based on Bernie's, Bernie's Lament? Mm-hmm. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Show says he got his page flag for questionable content because somebody requested the Bernie's Lament video. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> Oh man, that's Ooh, funny. The worst. <laughs> and last little bit of this uh, this news is going to be um, uh, Namzumi Entertainment is going to release Martian successor Nadesco on Blu-ray in 2000 
17, a complete collection containing the 26-episode TV series as as, uh, as well as the uh, motion picture Prince of Darkness. That's the only <laughs> that's the Ooh. only way they're going to get people that have that in their possession. <laughs> Prince of <laughs> Darkness is give that shit away for free. Oh, and they're going to also get you're also going to receive the Geki Ganger three video anime. So, and that's going to include both English, Japanese audio, English subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. There you, you go. Don't man. Have that, you don't have that in the desco, and you really want to see that Prince of Darkness because man. Talk about a pile of shite. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Phantom Killer asks, yo, whatever happened to your live stream on uh, uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans? My commentary stream, those things disappear after 30 days, according to the website. So uh, if you guys ever want to check out an archive or any kind of commentary I do over on uh, the, the live stream channel that we have, um, you guys got to definitely jump on that because it's gone. Uh, unless you have a paid account, which costs hundreds of dollars, hey, that mess is gone in 30 days. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But you can lease... You can you can at least uh, um, watch it uh, on on official means, and I, I encourage people to do so. So go for it. So it, it, that those those things disappear from internet. Yeah, they just they they, they drop off unless uh, unless Man. unless I, I take the time to archive it somewhere. But uh, that's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, I'll keep you guys up to date on any kind of archives. But uh, thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. And, oh wow! And the la- and the last poster here and. Hadn't seen him in a while, and, uh, and it wouldn't be a news section without him because he's the most evil of all the Australians, Oh, Mr. Vent Noir. Yes. And he's just got a link here talking about something we're going to be talking about tonight. Gundam Build Fighters Try Island Wars to stream with English subtitles Ooh. on August 21st. So that's kind of old news, but then those that haven't heard, now you do. Now Coming you- from the Anime News, Net- news Network, and it's going to be... Um, available, I think, on Gundam.info. Uh-huh. Yes. And on so. the, and the official uh, YouTube channel for Gundam.info, which is YouTube.com slash Gundam.info, for those who want to find it quickly. All right. So that's the news, Solbro. Cool. Well, we actually have one more story. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot. There was break- Oh, I forgot. There was breaking news. Breaking news. And normally news. we go to our on-site reporter, um, Chris Guanche, but he's not available. So we're going to go to kind of the, the the guy that picks up the cables. Solbro, right? You, <laughs> yo, the yo, the roadie. <laughs> uh, roadie's being kind of optimistic. Oh wow, you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, this news broke this week. Uh, apparently, Transformers Five set photos confirm Art King Arthur storyline. Um, and it goes but once the Arthurian legend is gonna be going on again, so you can, yes. you can pontificate about that. The as much, Arthurian but. legend was speculated this week and pract- almost confirmed. Uh, the BBC recently ran a report that actors, and this is uh, coming from MovieWeb.com. Uh, shout outs to them. Um, the BBC recently ran a report that actors from the movie have been spotted filming on the Scottish Isle of Skye. While that isn't all that big of a deal on its own, the photos that report included were pretty telling. Uh, photos show actors on horseback in traditional medieval gear. It, this seems to point out, uh, point two, as the title, The Last Night, sort of implies that the movie will connect the Transformers lore to the time period of King Arthur. Which has long has long been has has been a long standing rumor that 
hasn't had much evidence to support it until now. Uh, just to make a long story short, basically, yeah, uh, what happened was um, it was revealed this week that uh, Optimus Prime actually goes to Cybertron only to find it in ruins, and he discovers he needs an artifact that was actually wielded by Merlin back in the day in order to help restore Cybertron. So that's the hook of the movie. The Last Knight refers to possibly Prime himself. So Hot Rod is also in this movie that we learned also this week as well. So uh, for those who are Hot Rod haters, I recently became a Hot Rod uh, enthusiast thanks to More Than Meets the Eye the Comic. But if you still have salty about him from Transformers the movie, you have every right to be. <laughs> get, get over that. That, that movie is, what, 30 years old? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So. Just, just, this, uh, just this summer. Yeah, so get over it. There you go. Yo, so he you got to let it go, man. He, uh, he, he, he yeah. made a mistake. <laughs> Jeez. But anyway, yeah, like nobody else has ever made mistakes. No, no, never. <laughs> but back to you, Neo. All right. Well, that's some good stuff there. Transformers. Woo-hoo. Once again, directed by Sir Michael Bay. It's mm-hmm. going to be a good one, I bet. I mean, they're going back in time, the Arthurian legend. But I do want to say one thing, still, bro. Mm-hmm. How badly did you want to take a screen capture of that, um, of that story that you had up and cross out Transformers 5 and put... Um, Saji Crossroad. <laughs> How yo, badly did you want to do that? Yo, the legend came up in ways I never expected, yo. <laughs> yeah. Saji Crossroad spotted on the set of Transformers 5. <laughs> Film at 11. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I mean, I, granted, I mean, the Transformers movies are dumb popcorn fun. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I've, I've taken the piss out of it enough times, I guess, but, uh, I certainly hope this movie's a cut above the rest. It looks like it's got a lot going for it. Um, and I do like the fact that they are incorporating the Arthurian lore. I know that, that it may <laughs> seem off, uh, it may be seem odd, but I've always liked that, those stories. And, um, I'm curious to see how this is going to play out since that writer's room just got started and you got a bunch of new writers on this movie. I just hope that Michael Bay can actually in, uh, enhance the writing and 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 hopefully put out a, a really good material there. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Depends on the writers a lot of times, man. Oh boy, <laughs> you can have the best director in the world, and writers suck. They suck. Exactly. Yo, shout out to the doobies. He said it's not going to be better, so bro. <laughs> but you know what? He says that. But Woo! he'll be there. He'll be there opening night watching it. We'll all be. I know yeah, I have exactly. to be because we're reviewing. Every one of you bastards of bad mouth that you'll <laughs> you'll be the ones there. I don't even go to those things on release night because it's too much too much of a hassle. No, but you, you, <laughs> everybody that craps on him is there that night. No, you you said you wait to watch it with Putin in his uh, private screening room. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, them Russian, those Russian uh, those secret screenings, man. I know you enjoy them. I know you do. And Skype, you piece of shit. I hate you, Skype. I hate you so much. Don't do this to us. We're trying to have a show tonight. Please. Please. We're going to have a really quick episode because Skype is being a bitch. I hate you, Skype. I just do. All right. Let's see here. Um, Imani says, uh, I hope they make, I know, Phantom Killer says, I hope they make a good Beast Wars movie. Uh, uh, Anubis said, hey, I didn't go to Transformers 4. <laughs> Show said, I'll watch in China. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yo, Yazi says, just use Discord. You know what? That's the, Let's do it. Hang on a second. Let's go to Discord. Discord. Let's go. Because this... Okay, he's calling me back. Yeah. Hey, hey, there you go. Cool. All right. You, you want to you wanna switch to Discord? 
Yeah, I guess we should, because this just doesn't seem very stable. Give me a second. I'm going to send you an invite to a private lobby that Hold I have in Discord uh, for these purposes. So I'm just pulling open up, up now. Up but um, yeah, I, th I think that will work. Will work because um, let's see here. It's definitely Skype because everything else that I have on is working fine. So okay, Discord seems to be updating. Let's see if it actually loads. Checking for updates, man. All this behind-the-scenes shit going on live. Yo, we used to have yeah. smooth shows. What happened? Skype, yeah. you piece of shit. I fucking... Uh, exactly. I hate Skype so much. All right. I'm going to send you in the Skype chat. I'm going to send you this invite. It just, okay. You click on that link. It'll open up Discord for you. Bye-bye, Skype. Bye-bye, Skype. We're retiring you for now. There you go. If it opens it up in your browser, close out of the browser and then open up the program. Well, I have it in the. Pro I have the program. I have the app open. Yeah, so. the app open. Okay, cool. Hopefully, so what, do I, what do I do with this? Click thing? on that link. It should add uh, over on the left. It should add a red icon of the Shinjuku logo. And if you see that on the left of your thing, okay, click, I got it. Click on that, and then meet me over in uh, commentaries. Okay. And bam! All right, we're getting the fuck out of this. Let's close out of this Skype shit. All there right. we go. Hey, yes. All right. All right. Smooth sailing. Uh, it, it's a, it's a, it sounds a little wonky, but it'll do. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it'll it'll back up. I I think it'll get better. Yeah, so. that, that's okay. Well, well, it's better than Skype is doing right now. There we go, guys. You got you got got to see the nuts and the bolts, guys. Good shit. Yeah. Yes. Yo, Phantom Killer says blame the Federation, and Show said I stopped being smooth months ago. <laughs> All right. So, um, real quick, now that the news has come to a close, I wanted to remind you guys to make sure to check out MHQ.net, uh, the Mecha and Anime headquarters where all the magic happens. Make sure to go there, support them, turn off those ad blockers, and go there and check out all the reviews and all the great animes that they've reviewed from uh, Mecha Anime and whatnot. Um, also, uh, check out the, all the line art and all the, um, the different tech specs for your favorite Mecha. Uh, mechatalk.net is the official forums for mahq.net. Go there, register, and whatnot. You guys know all the other websites. We'll, uh, I'll go into those at the end of the show. But, uh, that's it. Uh, we're, I guess we should jump into our, our, our subject for tonight, which is, uh, our review of the special for, uh, Build Fighters Try, man. Island Wars. Guys. Island Wars. Island yes. Wars. And, uh, in this, uh, episode, there's not much to it, really. <laughs> Island Wars uh, was a special that uh, just released on the internet over on the Gundam Info uh, station. Um, as you guys know, you can find it on YouTube and on the website Gundam.info. Um, basically, it's a special where um, the main characters, the Tri-Team, end up going to uh, a island resort. Um, two of them go because they're going to go uh, test uh, mobile suits. Uh, or they're going to test a new, uh, a new, a new program. A new uh, emulator battle system. battle system. Thank you, sir. Yes. And um, the third one is there because of his own, uh, his his own his own devious ways trying to uh, uh, to be the uh, was it the Cabana Boy to uh, his favorite uh, his favorite idols. So <laughs> somehow they all meet up along with a lot of their rivals from previous from the from the series, uh, and they all go on an adventure together. Um, against a uh, the new system that just has gone out of control uh, because of mysterious reasons. But um, before we uh, talk more about it, I'll toss it over to you, Neo, to give your thoughts on the uh, on the special for uh, Island Wars, man. What'd you think of it, sir? 
Well, I mean, you can look at it two ways. It's mm-hmm. either a, uh, it's either an extended sandals commercial, <laughs> or it's just an extended gumpla commercial. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking the latter. Um, yes, we see. You know, it's it's pretty light on story. Niels Nielsen's uh, Plasky particles, the new ones we're working on, go crazy. And, you know, the, our, our heroes are trapped in this while it's going on. Mm. And the only way that you can combat it is what? Gunpla. Yeah. So they, they take a little plot point from the end of Tri-Fighters where uh, everything went out of um, whack and you were able to use your uh, Gunpla outside of the battle arena. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. And then we find out an anime staple, Mysterious Girl. Of course. That was some interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Light, light on story, good on humor, a uh, lot of action. Um, you know, a little over thirty minutes. Very enjoyable ride. Uh, nice little thing of coming back and seeing the characters again that we uh, came to know and love um, in uh, from the series. And you know, um, some of the battle sequences. I didn't think they were anything. Uh, spectacular i thought they were well done and they've always been pretty well done Mm -hmm. uh the detailing everything like that but nothing really was off the wall or anything like that it 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 almost seemed like kind of a an extended episode that was like a lost episode (laughs) (laughs) but they you know it really did it really did feel like something they could put in anywhere in that storyline and just be like okay they took a break from the the tournament and, and here you go but um um not really much else that I can go into uh, when it comes to anything other thoughts of other than I just enjoyed it. Um, and that was about it. Just a, just another, another way of uh, entering into the, the world again. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was a fun episode. I mean, I didn't expect it to have much weight being that it was just a special yeah. that came after the series, kind of like a nice epilogue. But what I really enjoyed about it was that it tied in actually the first series with this in a lot of ways. Oh. It did. Um, yeah. Um, the the cool thing about the crystals going out of hand um, kind of gave us a run back to the finale of the first uh, series, and even bring that up several times, which I thought was fantastic. Um, uh, the cool, of course, the Tri Fighter series. The, you the, mean the Tri Fighters? Yeah, the Tri Fighters. Well, um, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, but they they referenced the ending of the uh, of the first series because they met, they mentioned the incident yeah. that happened eight years prior, the original yeah. uh, Build Fighter series. They uh, that that the when the crystals go out of control, but um, they when uh, they all come together to fight that one of the coolest aspects of this uh, that whole fight scene is that when they um, when the the big bass the big boss mech. Uh, suit. I forget what what it was. Um, controlled by the the little girl, the mysterious little girl. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She utilized um large scale super weapons as her as her weapons. Uh, the colony laser from uh, Zeta Gundam. Um, what was it? The the ring. I forget what it was. Was it from uh um. Oh, it's uh, F91? Victory Gundam. Yeah, Vic- Victory oh, Gundam. Oh no, F F91. F91. Yeah. They used that, and then they used um. Oh, it was the uh, the the Ptolemy, Ptolemaeus from uh, mm-hmm. yeah from from, uh, uh, from uh, Gundam Double O, yeah, mm-hmm. and that was the third one. It's like wow, way to way to utilize that because I'm I don't you don't normally see large scale attacks like that in in these fights, and it's because they took advantage of the whole crystal going out yeah, of control. It was, the, it was the photon ring rays and the celestial being the colony laser. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely, and they were um, they were first confronted before they. They got to that with uh, both the Psycho Gundams. Yeah, that's right. Yo, but goddamn, the yeah. sub boss, the tag, the tag team of the Psycho Gundams. 
<laughs> it was out of control. And then, yo, they drop it. They 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 drop the colony. <laughs> yes, drop the colony. Was it was was that what was the name of that uh that was it Belfast Belfast in um in Double Zeta? I was reminded of that. Yeah, that scene because yeah. you can actually see the city. But it was actually Sydney, down. I think. I think it was Sydney, though. Oh my I think gosh. it was basically, and I believe the um, that suit. I think um, was the scramble Gundam. Mm-hmm. So that's what she was. That's what the girl was using. Yo, uh, Imani says both Psycho Gundams was the best. Yo, is there not a problem that uh, is that not a problem that Seiji's fist can't solve? <laughs> oh yeah, well, I mean, every everything everything is. Uh, is uh, solved by uh, physical violence. That's so, yo, that's right, yo. The yeah. true answers of life. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool to see him just get enough juice to freaking punch a colony out of existence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely something you want to see happen again. It just, I, but, I, I, but it can only be pulled off in that world. <laughs> yeah. I, I think this special was a for, for was for the creators. Oh Sakai, yeah. yo, I'm yo, uh Yazi said you meant Sakai, Sakai. not Seiji. Yo, I always get him yeah. I always get him mixed up. Yeah, Sakai, how he can just how his fist solves all problems. Punching mm-hmm. punching colonies out of existence. It was the best. Um but uh yeah, um just to watch all these uh set pieces go uh come into play in this just made me feel like these are some ideas that were left over from the creative team and they didn't get to use them in the show. So they decided to put them in this <laughs> just to have fun. And, um, that's the vibe you get. I mean, really, you, you can, you, it's really not, not big stakes in this, but they managed to, uh, have creative battles in this and I could appreciate that. Um, but, uh, I do want to talk about the girl because that's probably the biggest tie in to the previous series. Um, the mysterious girl that, uh, Sakai, Sakai, Sakai runs into. Um, I had my suspicions about her as soon as she showed up because she looked a lot like, uh, uh, Isla from, uh, from the original, uh, Build Fighters. And seeing her, I was like, I wonder if she is actually, um, from, from that, that, that mysterious colony. So at the end of the freaking episode, of course, it turns out they all freak out when she vanishes, but we all know better. We all know that she's actually from that space colony. And you get that little, that little epilogue with her running to her mother and it's Isla. I didn't think they were going to pan up. I thought they were going to be dicks about it, but they did. And, um, they confirmed it was her and that she's her daughter. And that explains everything on how she can manipulate the crystal and how she has all these special powers, because I think it's probably latent powers from her mother, which I, I thought was really cool. Uh, Joseph says, uh, meat, bun, cr- meat bun Chronicles Mark II, next bun. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Mal says her name was Ina. No, wait. Oh, no. Ina was from. Uh, Ina, yeah, yeah, she's from the I, show. I, I don't know. know if they said the little kid's name, did they? I don't remember. No, I don't, they, remember. I don't think they ever did. I don't think she ever introduced herself. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember her saying anything. So, yeah, but it was cool to see her uh, in that episode. It was a. It was a very nice love letter to the original series because we've all wanted to see like more cameos from the original series in this. So we kind of got one indirectly, but then you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 Isla shows up at the very end, so I really did appreciate that. But um, yeah, the hijinks were there. Um, it it was pretty much. I would say a slightly above average um, episode of Bill Fighters Try. Um, yeah. And of course, it was extra, it was a little longer, <laughs> as you pointed out. But um, I had a lot of fun with it. I just, I watched it. It, it definitely made my work day go by, I'll tell you that. 
sense. But um, it was cool to see the gang back together. It was awesome to see the um, the Mark II Titans version of uh of of Hoshino as a little uh uh, uh Mecha Musa made boy made. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was dope. And uh, to see the uh, the new the new versions of the suits, I know some people weren't really vibing some of the new uh, the new suits, uh, but I did like the the what's it the Zeta the Zeta Strider that yeah. uh, the lightning the lightning Strider. I thought that was that was nice, and I do like the new design of uh, of uh, Sakai's uh, of Burning Gundam. I thought it was cool, but um, yeah, it was it was it was really cool. And it, it's funny though too because then like I just thought. Like the standout thing was the psycho Gundams because it's like, man, if if only the Titans could have been that smart to get both of those things around at the same time, they actually could have maybe uh, done something. Because I know it's a, a silly model show and all that, but it did, it did show you the power of those two things, and it was kind of it was really kind of cool to see them together. But you know, exactly. That uh, it's just uh, at the end of the day, I was happy that the show was back. I know to, so a lot of people and myself included I didn't find it to be as uh compelling as um say uh I didn't find it to be as compelling as the original build fighters but you know it, that was the first taste really <laughs> the one shot man. yeah <laughs> no I'm talking about uh try try as a series uh, oh try yeah, as a yeah, series we didn't find oh. it to be as compelling as build fighters the original series but I still think it's a it's it's a it's a worthy sequel and a lot of times when you make a sequel it's not as good as the first time um I do think that I do look forward to a new uh new series if they ever decide to do one and um maybe this ova is kind of a uh a, a, a wink or a nod towards uh the possibility of that i'm not sure but uh hey, you like to eat Giants a lot that was actually kind of cool that was a nice name <laughs> yeah the Giants a lot and actually the suit was pretty cool i i mean i've never been a big fan of that suit it, it's always seemed so out of place mm-hmm. in in mobile suit gundam i mean and that that comes from you know um Stuff like the Jewhag and all that there yeah. too, but I mean, the 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 Gion's always been so. It's just been such a bizarre because it's just like a large suit of armor, and um, but yeah, I I, I, I had to, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I was like, ah, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's pretty pretty. It's a very nice design. It's probably the best design out of all the Gion's she's had. To be honest, I I, I like that design quite a bit. Um, a lot of people, y'all are going in on the uh, the fan service that was in this episode. I can't look at these. I can't look at these ladies. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't look at the youngins uh, with any kind of uh, any kind of. Um, uh, I, I'd say I, I can't look forward to seeing old Rinko with 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 with, with, with the two piece on. I mean, she's she's thick, but you know. <laughs> That's 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 uh, not Rinko. I'm sorry, Rinko was uh Say's mother. What's what's yeah. home, what's homegirl's name? Uh, the the Rich pilot of the of the Gion, Gianco. Uh, Gianco, thank you. God, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's she's kind of young, guys. She's kind of young. Uh, but yeah, they all are. Yeah, they are. Except for uh, say except for uh, uh what's his um, say uh. The main character's uh, sister. Sakai's, Sakai's yes. sister. I, I, sister yeah. I am so dead set on calling him Seiji or Reiji or whatever. It's terrible. Reiji? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, it's been a no. while. No. Sakai. Sakai. You had 25 episodes to learn that. Plus, I mean, it's 26 now. I, I, you know, 26, exactly. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little yeah. off today, guys. I'm sorry. But uh, we do have some tweets here from some people who uh, wanted to remark on the OVA for Island Wars and uh go ahead and pull these up here. The first one is actually from our boy Flame X and Flame X says 
Uh, I didn't realize Island Wars was set to only a single episode OVA, which is kind of a bummer. Oh wow, it, it doesn't. It does give you the idea that it may be more than just one episode, right? Because it's Wars. But uh, I yeah, I guess it just turned out to be just a one and done. Really? That you read into that 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 deeply? When I by Wars? When I initially heard the news, yeah. When when they announced it a couple months ago, I thought it might have been like they're just going to go. Series. They're just going to go through South Pacific Islands holding. Um, uh, battles that's right yo they're gonna go they're gonna go right to the shit <laughs> it's gonna be the recreation of the pacific but we're gonna I actually i'll be honest with you i'm kind of glad i mean i think something like that would kind of get old because mm-hmm. yeah, then you you might as well just do another series and you know what i'm saying so because because in the end it's still going to be you got to get to the tournament and you're going to be playing in the tournament so you know it's a one shot like this I, I think makes more sense i mean they might do other stuff but who knows? Yeah, it, it, this may not be the only one. Depending on how well this goes, uh, we may see more in the long run. So who knows? Uh, well, if those model sales go up, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all. That's all that matters. That's all. That's all. That's all they want. But uh, shout exactly. out, shout out to FlameX. Thank you very much for that tweet. Uh, next up is a tweet from uh, Dalo, and Dalo writes, uh, "I was happy to see." Isla at the end, just knowing that Reiji and Isla were happy together was a nice end to the series. Also writes, uh, now that they showed Say, uh, now if they showed Say and we saw how happy he was, that would have been a perfect, that would have been perfect grade. I miss this series. It's very special. Yo, Dalo, yo, that was, that was quite heartwarming, sir. If anything, thank you for the tweet. I, I wish that Say would show back up again, but I can understand their hesitance to show him only because, um, only because it may take away from the, the the new characters but maybe in a third series if they come out with one maybe he'll be i'll have the chance to come back at least maybe maybe he's uh maybe he's a bitter drunk now yes all these other people you know give you that real world sense you know now you're talking like a a drum like a universal century character and he's just all beaten and disenfranchised with gunpla you know gunpla battle and stuff like that he could be the new dennis man yeah he he doesn't get his proper due. It's like, I did all that. And they, they, I never really got anything out of it. They got accolades, but that didn't pay the mortgage. Yep. You know, That's so. right. That, that wild turkey sponsorship got out of hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just make them old and crusty. And so all the, all the UC fans would love it. Salty and, and just, just mean. Just mean. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but thank you very much, Dalo. I appreciate the tweets. Uh, next, Austin says, uh, shout out to Austin. He says, with Island Wars release, do you think that, um, you think that's it for Build Fighters or will Sunrise keep going with this series? Um, I think it's going to keep going. I think they're going to probably do another series sometime down the road. Honestly, that's my thought. Different kids, though. Yeah. I, I, they're gonna, I think, the, I, I think, the, I think Build Fighters might be a franchise, but it'll be like different kids, which would actually be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I, you don't need to see all the same kids all the time. Cause I mean, the first season you had it where it was basically one in one battle. And then, but you know, the thing I always liked about Tri Fighters was it was a team. Mm-hmm. And you had to work as a team, and you had to win as a team, and I thought that was really, really kind of cool about it. Um, so, you know, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the next thing they could do. I mean, I'm sure there's some other things they could they could definitely do, but mm-hmm. I, that's the way I kind of would see it, and kind of <laughs> would hope that 
it goes that way. It yeah. doesn't mean it will. I hope there's another eight-year jump. I, I, I hope it's generational. Yeah. This one seemed to be uh, the previous generation. Uh, there was the one generation, then we have the next, and I hope we get the third generation. And um, if they jump another eight years, I won't be mad at them. That means the characters from the first series will be uh, middle-aged, but uh, that's all right. That's how old I am now, so yeah. I'll, I'll relate to them quite a bit. Yo, Nils Nilsson at 40. Let's go. <laughs> old, old and crusty. Yes, sir. Um, no name. Shout outs to No Name on Twitter. Uh, he writes, uh, Oh, and why did Superior Kaiser come out of nowhere? Yo, that was a badass uh version of uh <laughs> of the of the burning. Um I had I got a little bit of a, a golden Nadesco vibe from it when I first saw it. It was a uh, pretty cool looking man. Um and it, it definitely kicks ass, man. It's it's the most OP suit, man. They should have saved that shit for Nas- nationals, man. <laughs> but that, that, that was the <laughs> Yeah, that's what they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be doing, but they they had to go and spoil it. Now their opponents know all their tricks, man. (laughs) Messed up, man. That tech is ruined. But uh, shout out to No Name. Thank you very much for that. And uh, let's see if there's anything else for at least this. Oh, one last tweet, and this one's from Yazzie. Um, He writes, and uh, he writes here, which mech did the flaming bird attack better? Cybuster? Build burning Sakai burning Gundam or King Jader? Well, the answer to that is King fucking Jader. <laughs> or what about the what about the Phoenix from Gotcha Man? Oh shit! Probably the originator of the stupid thing. I may have to fix my face. I may have to. Yeah, because I mean, as soon as I saw that, I'm thinking Gotcha Man or Battle the Plan, what was known here, G Force, mm-hmm. whatever it was called. But, Nineteen different yeah, names. <laughs> that was the yeah that was that was the that was the uh, that was the final thing of the phoenix yeah i would which have is to... still a cool which is still a cool ship it's a little dated looking but i do like the retro look of it mm-hmm. so but yeah that's exactly what i thought of it i mean okay. you think of those shoot those shows too but i really thought of gotcha man there you go there you go gotcha so. man then king jader then I would give the nod to say uh, to, to, to Sakai. I would give the nod to Sakai. Uh, it'll never stop. But uh, <laughs> before we move on to your double O review, um, what would you rate? Double uh, O. Sorry, not double O, but uh, Iron Blooded Orphans review. We were talking about double O earlier. I am all over <laughs> double the Double O. Yo, yo, it's hard to run the stream and keep us keep the conversation going sometimes. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, before okay. b- before we move on to Iron Blooded Orphans, sir. Uh, what would you rate this special for Iron, Iron, uh, Island Wars for uh, Gundam Build Fighters Try? I would give this uh, three and a half out of five industrial accidents. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it was. There you go. I mean, the 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 the, the Niels uh, the Niels Labs is going to have to get a lot of uh, retrofitting to. Cover, to repair all that damage, how they go that keep, place is messed up. How do you keep that off the books? Like he said, oh, I would I, if someone got hurt, I would have to report it. But since Black no budget. one did, yo, for real, Black budget, man. <laughs> how many billions did he just lose? <laughs> you want to do a, you want to do an audit on Nielsen Labs? <laughs> yo, oh my God, yo, his wife is going to get in that ass. Is what's going to happen? Well, maybe. I mean, you know. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes companies do the stuff off the books, man. Yeah, sometimes, man. So yeah, they sure. do it out. And he's so rich. I mean, you would think he's got to be like the Bill Gates of uh, the Build Fighters world at this point because mm-hmm. he's the man that controls what the people want. The Plasky particle, son. Yes, sir. The Plasky part. He's the Plasky man. <laughs> he is the Plasky man. I'll he's... just give you. A, I'll give you a little taste, and after that, you're just buying Gunpla 
left and right. Look how crazy! Look how much all these people wanted to, uh, to 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 do build fires, and their first thing to do to solve anything is got to go to the fight a battle arena. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is that's the world that you live in, man. That's the <laughs> that's the world that they live in there. Yo, they got the monopoly on lock, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go. Um, for me, I would I would actually uh, rate it a little higher than that. I would give it uh, I would give it four colony punches out of five. That's what I would do, because that shit wow. that shit blew me up. Uh, now I, I thought I, again I, I didn't expect much from it, and I got more than what I expected. So uh, oh, that's good. If anything, I, I had a lot of fun with it, and I, I, I it's enjoyable. If you enjoyed the original series, um, or you enjoyed any Build Fighters, I definitely encourage anybody to go and check it out for free online over at the youtube channel or over at gundam.info and um and now and then buy all the and then buy all the models with yes. money yes because that that's 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 why it's probably offered for free because you need to keep that model model business going that's right for for chan is right the uh, uh bandai pays us <laughs> No Bandai to pay us. I man. wish they did. <laughs> Bandai is a Bandai is a drug dealer, man. It gives you that free Gundam anime, and but then it entices you with all these cool little mechs that you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, here's a, here's a quick little fifteen second interlude. Oh, what you just saw, it comes in a one 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 hundred. You know, so uh, that that's that's the that's the thing. Mm-hmm. But um. All right. Absolutely. And anything else about the nah. fighters try Island Wars or just Island War? Yeah, pretty much Island War. Uh, no, that's it, man. Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, take it over to Iron Blooded Orphans season one with Neo's Neo's uh, uh, views on the sh- on the uh, on on the show. Um, being that uh, you pretty much uh, didn't get to review most of it with us. Uh, overall, like what sticks out in the series to you? Um, the I mean, long, arduous journey of going through the turbines to the brewers. <laughs> Way too long. You think so? But, yeah. Could have been condensed down. I mean, mm-hmm. there were some parts. It just, I don't know what, it was just nothing going on. You know, it was just, and it, and it was just getting to be, you know, sometimes too much is, it's too much. And, you All know, right. and, and it's, it's a situation of they could have just tightened that up a little bit. I, I think there's, I think there's some more stuff they could have done. They could have expanded kind of the, um, you know, at the end when we have the whole thing with, uh, what's his face, McGillis and some of his deception and, you know, maybe show us a little bit more of the actual corruption going on within, uh, what is it, Gallarhorn? Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah, it, I mean, it could have been tightened up and, and that, and that to me really stood out and it just that, cause that's one of those situations where it went out pretty well and it started off pretty well, but then you get this arc that just is running a loop too long and you're, you're getting those flashbacks of uh, previous Gundams where it's like, Oh no, I hope that, you know, it, I, why are they doing this? And I hope this works, but uh, it's, it saves itself. I mean, it, it doesn't go down the rabbit hole too much, but that was, that was to me, um, one of the really, um, um, big issues. The other one was kind of, um, some of the antagonists could have been like that Carta and that other idiot. Um, what was the other guys? 
name. Um, oh God. Mm-hmm. Um, Describe him for that, me. You know that other guy. That other guy that was with her or something. Carta. They just. I don't know. They 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 were just kind of goofuses. Like, you know, I, th- I thought with Gallahorn you'd have a little bit better pilots, a little bit more, you know, a little bit more competent. I mean, those guys they just. They just got kind of murked, man. How'd you feel, how'd you feel about her ass whipping though? When uh, when <laughs> yeah, when Mika I mean, tore her apart when she was trying to bring rules to the battlefield and he said "fuck you." <laughs> well, and and that's and that's basically part of my problem mm-hmm. is, you know, I I get sometimes and and you know and this is this is something that's in a lot of uh, Japanese anime and I think it goes back to the you know, the culture of the samurai and stuff where, you know, you do the honorable thing and you don't sneak attack and you don't do this and, you know, and, and you, you fight with honor and you don't do anything. But sometimes when it, it's like in a situation like this, really, Gallahorn, are you really going to have people like this? Mm-hmm. you got these insurgents, basically. you got this group of kids that are trying to, um, you know, uh, change the political dynamic by uh, delivering these people into the parliament to get reelected and stuff. And you got these goofballs who are saying, Oh, you know, you, I, I, I come up to your, I come up to uh, your train and, and um, you should wait and we should sit there and say battle commence <laughs> and then we will fight honorably. And, and, you know, and if there's a point where it looks like um, I'm going to be taking advantage of you, I have to hold up and let you regroup. That's just stupid. I mean, yeah. that, that, that to me is, it's, it's just, and, and it does. And yes, the ass whipping was funny because you get to see this stupid, weird lady get beat up. But the fact that like, these are your final, these, these are the, these are the best that they have to try to stop these guys. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. But I mean, you, you see, she got, she got there because of her, her, her status is not, is I she, get that. Yeah. I get that. But still, I mean, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that you would you would be all like that i mean i don't know you know just give us somebody that's competent you know yeah i get that she got there because of her status and things like that but there's a lot of people that you know they they could have just sat there and said okay i got here because of my status i'm able to get the best suit and do what i need to do but i'm not just going to sit there and be like you know be shocked because i'm sitting there standing around talking nonsense and then this guy that has shown on multiple times he ain't down with that. He's just gonna when he sees it, he goes and he goes and he and he goes in and kills. I mean, doesn't they watch film? Don't they have anything going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. You know, so that that was that was uh um that stood out. Um um, so yeah, the cold heartedness of, of Mika mm-hmm. stood out a lot. A lot of uh, Setsna in him. Him, him. Those guys are uh, kind of kin, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I you know. I think so too. Uh, Anubis points out very, tr- very traumatized by their upbringings. Yeah, Anubis says I thought Gallahorn's tr- Gallahorn's trying to stick to the rules was good at emphasizing how out of touch they were. That's a very good observation because uh, they were very much out of touch and. Um, her doing that and not thinking that it was going to, that this guy would go off the rails like he did is, is definitely foolish of that. organization. I get, I, 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 yeah, I get it though. But my, mm-hmm. my point is, is I get it in episode two, mm-hmm. but not in episode 22 or whatever it was, 20, 
23 or 24 or something like and that. And she shouldn't know who like, she was dealing with at that point. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, how many people got killed? And then they took um, that, oh, Ayn. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant, oh, that Lieutenant, what was it? Lieutenant, um, the guy that got, he, the guy he's trying to avenge. I mean, that, that, that's a little crazy too. Like, I get that you want to, um, God, what the hell was that guy's name? Lieutenant. He kept saying it all the time. The lieutenant. Oh, you ta- oh, you're talking about uh, a crank? Ryan. Crank? Lieutenant Crank. Could yeah, I, kept, correct me. <laughs> try, he's trying to. He's. I mean, it's like okay, dude. We get it. This you you. I mean, it's it's almost like a really unhealthy obsession. And I get that this guy, he was their best and you know first opportunity to create RoboCop or mm-hmm. you know and, and or RoboMac and 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 do all that <laughs> stuff, but. You know, once again, it just comes down to it. it's like you might want to put somebody a little more stable than just somebody who's always. I mean, I get that you're going to be pissed about your commanding officer being killed mm-hmm. and things like that, but it it was just a weird obsession. Like, and Crank was kind of an idiot himself. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of got he got killed because he was a dipshit. Yeah, he was I mean, another. Yeah, he was, he's another out of touch cat that uh, thought he could yeah. try to. He, he could. He could thought he could. Use his uh, age to uh, to I wouldn't say lord, but uh, to 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 talk to these uh, these kids, yeah. which which he had he had sympathy for, but he didn't realize where these kids came from. These kids are like fr- yeah, but are it, survivors it, of like the worst shit, and um, they don't give a damn about any kind of like. Look, I, I know you think we're kids and we we shouldn't be fighting you, but we're fighting for survival. So if you don't want to stay, get out of our way, um, we we won't hesitate to shoot your ass. <laughs> But um, but mm-hmm. at least with him, that happened early in the series. Yeah, and he's an older guy, and you could tell he was done with fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he kind of reminded me a little bit of um, the bear from um, Double O, Sergey. You know, where you know he he was kind of the same way, mm-hmm. where he was tr- you know he was trying to he was just done with fighting. He he's like, I want to just try to see. Um, you know, you, you, your kids are young. You don't, if you keep going down this path, you're going to end up like me, a broken, you know, man. And exactly. I get that, but like Carta episode 23, 24, when you're doing this dumb, dumb job. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, sorry. There, there's a long, there, there's a long list of freaking, um, you know, uh, memorials for guys that thought they could sit here and, and, uh, you know, put these kids in some type of, um, you know, um, uh, <clears throat> fight with uh, rules and regulations and stuff like that. It just yeah. doesn't work, man. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, they they lived outside of uh, 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 the organization lives outside of reality, and uh, and they don't even realize the harm that they're doing. Which is why I uh, enjoyed uh, McGillis's character so much and what he ends up doing. What were your thoughts yeah. on uh, his big? And, and and you know what? I actually thought that was cool. Like, like when he did all that stuff, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that that that's a that's a betrayal. That's a betrayal. Rivaling fucking um, Garmin Shar. Yeah. I mean, the shit that he does, it's like, whoa. You know, and and he made sense. I got you know, I got what he was doing, and you. And you could tell with him that he's trying to manipulate things from the behind the scenes, but he's still ready to. He's not going li- to. He's not going to fight in this like box where you got to have all this type of um, you know honor and all this other stuff. No, he didn't give a shit, man. And he did stuff that even. I mean, he marries that little girl. 
I mean, my God, the guy's getting made fun of and all this. Like, you know, that's um, I, I you got to kind of respect it. I mean, he's a yeah. dick, but you got to kind of respect the way that that dude did it. And that that was that was a good part of the show, I think, a really good part of the show. I've got I've got a question for you then in relation to what happened between him and his boy, um, Mister Chocolate. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think Galeo is still alive, or you think he got murked at uh, at the, in that particular uh, fight at the end when uh he after after McGillis monologued to him and told him exactly, look, it's like I consider you a friend, but uh, I gotta kill you. <laughs> I, I think so. I think he's done. I think he's done. You think he's done? So does Chris. Yeah. Chris thinks I'm nuts for thinking he's still around, but it's like, yo. yeah. I, I it looked it. I mean, I know it wasn't definitive, mm-hmm. but it looked pretty close to it. I mean, I think Ein is finished. I think he's done. But uh, oh I, yeah, they just power, they just powered him down. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's and, all they had to do. <laughs> yeah, just wait for that battery to go out. Which, once again, if you're going to create these machines, why don't you have a, a, a kill switch on this? Yeah, when they go crazy. That's true. I, I don't. I don't understand that. You have all this other fantastical equipment, mm-hmm. yet you don't have a kill switch when this thing goes bonkers. I mean, because I really see this show as uh, like a double low where it was heavy with the realism. I yeah. mean, it, w- it was heavy with it didn't seem that far out of our time r- as of right now. I mean, yeah. yes, mobile suits and all that. But even but even then, I mean, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, it would have, um, you know, the, the, the machines are not. The mobile workers aren't that much more fantastical. Yes, the Gundams are, but they come from a different time, and you know it. It, it almost has that kind of little like they almost had like a little turn A episode happening there because what the uh, Calamity War star, uh, mm-hmm. uh, starts what three hundred years prior, and the Gundams were part of the Calamity War, and then they're really not you know that technology is really not around anymore because Gilderhorn you know Gilderhorn's taking care of it but still you would think that some of that information would get out yeah um it it that that was interesting and and another thing i would love just i would have i thought if we got a little bit more about the calamity war i thought that that might be uh something good maybe they'll do a side story or something like that yeah that, that would make a, a pretty cool ova just to just yeah. to see just the overall like maybe like see the barbados version. the Bar- barbados fighting or something like that yeah. that would be kind of cool like the original pilot of of that suit you know so <clears throat> absolutely yo shout out to I, know, I know the i know the one writing that i know the one writing uh, or the one thing you'd want me to sit there and say that really stood out but yeah. it didn't because it was kind of predictable because mm-hmm. he had for about three episodes it was death was written all over him mm-hmm. was uh, the 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 death of old biscuit there yeah I mean, yeah man that hurt i got it mm-hmm. it didn't I, I i didn't think it hurt that much oh man like, nah you, his you, his heart wasn't in it man yeah you, and which, which i enjoyed it. that he actually defied uh uh olga uh, orga because uh um for the most part everybody was on board with this whole campaign and then when it, when the shit started to get real and they had a chance to kind of uh pull out you know um you know i i i I couldn't i couldn't argue against his reasoning because at that point in time you know they stood to lose a lot of their own you know kids and they were a family at that point so as much as i wanted to see the mission continue i felt 
I, I, I was pretty much on both their sides. It was like Civil War. <laughs> and then, of course, he gets murked at the end of that two-parter. And it's like, man, you can see it coming from, from, like, from the oh. start of the episode to the end. It was Dude, obvious he, as hell. No, he, I, I, knew he was, I knew he was dead the moment that he uh, went against Orga. Mm-hmm. I knew it was because I'm like, I'm like, unless he leaves, he's going to die. Yeah. Because he, he just had, this is going to be the unifying death. I mean, he was Mr. Unifying Death. <laughs> and yes, it was noble of him in the end, his friendship and, you know, and all that. That's what made him do what he did. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't shocking to me. It wasn't really shocking. Yeah, it wasn't shocking at all. But, I mean, I didn't dance. I didn't dance up and ground, uh, but I was just like, eh, okay. One of these guys had to go anyways, and and you knew it was him, uh, you know, from from the start. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the the only thing now is, if, are they going to show where they they have to tell the cookie and cracker that this guy's dead? Oh man, <laughs> that 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 to me would be probably more more heart-wrenching than his death actually i'm waiting to see if that actually will be part of more more of more of an active part of the second season uh cookie and cracker since they got introduced they're really the only uh family members of their family still alive because what their older brother got murked and then biscuit dies a few episodes later and then uh grandma yeah gra- oh yeah grandma that's right that's right let me fix my face yeah. but uh yeah, yeah grandma's I'm, still there how'd you feel about the bullshit that those uh yup brought up earlier in the chat that um uh, he thought it was BS that those uh, people, the, the the people on the um, Iron Blooded Orphans, lived. The the girl pilots and um, and and of course uh, the other other pilots for the uh, Iron Blooded Orphans. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I mean, for the amount of damage that they took, and you know, we've seen it where people that didn't have such traumatizing uh, damage to the uh, cockpit. I mean, their cockpits were smashed mm-hmm. like smash smash and we've seen it where people haven't even been smashed um and they got killed remember old boy that uh um bit it in the tall geese yeah yeah absolutely didn't even didn't even scratch the thing but he he died of internal injuries because of all the g-forces and stuff like that mm-hmm. but these people got smashed so yeah one of them's got to be dead maybe one that one Maybe one of them survives, but they, they, they can't be they can't be in good condition. I mean, because <laughs> I actually thought two of them were done. I thought the girl was done. Yeah, I thought they were all done because they made it look like it was it was curtains for them, man. Especially when one of the attacks came through the top of the cockpit. Yeah, that's I, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I thought yeah. she I thought she got she was going to be smashed. Uh, how do you, how do you how do you get away how how do you survive that? Yo, Yup I mean, says we saw them die basically. <laughs> We did, yeah. And then they yeah. just—they completely retcon that mess at the end. It's like this is bullshit. Like there, there needed yeah. to be some cost on their end. I know that Biscuit died, but that was before the final battle. Usually during final battles, there's at and least some, a major some of the death no Some of the low end kids went, and yeah. some nameless kids went. But yeah, they they had to go, and not all, maybe not all three of them, but mm-hmm. you know, at least two two of them were done. I mean, they're. I was like, I that that I was surprised about. I'm like, how the hell did they survive? Mm-hmm. And how the hell did you get them out of those cockpits so quickly? Because as messed up as those things were, I, I don't even know if you want to move those people. You need like emergency response or something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's that was 
Yeah, I, and I don't like it when these shows do that at times, mm-hmm. and especially with Gundam, because uh, you know, we yes, we don't need Zeta Gundam. You know, some it, no, no, it, it doesn't have much. to be that. But mm-hmm. there has to be some. There has to be a price paid, and sometimes there's not. We're retconning, or we're doing. You know, we're we're making it so convenient, like oh, at the last minute they ejected or something like that, and it's just like. No, there, you you can't have the the winning side has to have some damage. And yeah. Now I do like the fact that they gave Mika. I mean, his arm and his eye doesn't yeah. work unless he's plugged into the system. So there is something there, but those people should be dead. <laughs> I mean, two of them should be dead, and the other one probably would be uh, an amputee or something like that, yeah. or you know, just really messed up. Yo, Mal yeah. says, Mal in the chat says, SBR, you can't be killing off Team Harem. You got to stop hating. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you. He said, I, I think both girls would have been too much, uh, but at least one of them should have been gone. I, I agree. And I, I think some of the some of the, some of of the the guys we got to know over the season should have been killed too. Shino, I like Shino a lot, but if he died, um, I, I, w- I, I, would, I wouldn't be too too angry about it. I do think they kept them alive because season two might be a little bit more brutal oh, than but, season one. But but the one girl, mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, on top of her, Ayn went on top of her. Oh, yeah. Crushed the cockpit. Smashed. Where, and they made it look like, and they even made look like blood was coming out of the cockpit. Yes, exactly, dude. <laughs> so you can't have, I mean, what is there, eight pints or eight liters or something like that? Or mm-hmm. in, in, of, of blood in your body, I think it's eight liters. I'm trying to remember my anatomy physiology, but you know, you can't make it look like there's almost a body's worth of blood outside of the mobile suit. And oh, she's good. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and, I mean, they just look like they got knocked out. Yeah, there wasn't anything in there. No lacerations. I mean, crushed body parts. Or I mean, come on. Yeah, even Amani uh, brings up a good point. Even the double double O season one had people die. Yeah, we lost Lock on. We lost Lock on straight up. And we lost those two gun pilot. Yeah, we we lost a gun pilot and them cats on the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) They died badly too. Holy shit! Yeah, it was. uh, It was. And I mean, and and this, and I'm not shitting on this show. No, 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 no. Well, you're not letting me finish. Oh, go ahead. I'm not shitting on the show I'm about to say, mm-hmm. but I think this is kind of the progenitor of, of this whole thing, the genesis of it. It's freaking Gundam Wing. Tro yeah. should have died. Yeah. I mean, if 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 that was double O or if that was like twenty years later, Tro is dead. <laughs> but you got the you you know, that's that was the thing of the convenient, well, he's not really dead. And then, you know, we go the cycle. But yeah, that I didn't like because you need um, I know, yes, they had it tough. They're orphans and they're treated like space garbage and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. But you got to pay the price, man. And and it, it looked like Gallahorn paid too much of a price. And Tekadon and, and, and the turbines, they didn't pay enough. Yeah, at I least. Mean, I mean, we did lose some people along the way. We lost Fumitan. Um, yeah, and 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 she she went out uh, as but predicted. We're, but, but but we're characters like that. But but in battle, I mean, these are warriors. So it's like we're losing we're losing a girl that was what the freaking handmaiden. Yeah, and and then you know warrior people that are going out and actually 
hitting it hard and looking like they're about to get killed are surviving now. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Because you can create new characters. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't have to. And those girls and stuff, they weren't that interesting. I mean, they were okay and they're fun and they made them hot and all that stuff. Yeah. But they're easily replaceable. I mean, and even a lot of the, even a lot of those low level orphans, they're easily replaceable. I mean, yeah. you're going to have more orphans. I mean, I, I like the, what was her name? Uh, the, the, the girl with the pigtails. I think her name was, uh, Laughter. That was her name. I liked her. Yeah. Um, and then Ozzy was, was cool, but she really didn't have much of a, a presence to me, uh, in the show. But, yeah. uh, I mean, sometimes it, you could be surprised about the person that you like the most gets killed while the person that you didn't get to know, uh, doesn't get killed, but you get to find out what, how they are later on. That would have I mean, been a this nice is, twist, but. Th- this is not the feminist Gundam. No, no, not because it's pretty much all men that fight. Mm-hmm. The women that do fight are either idiots or love stars. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, they are. Well, I th- and, I th- then, and, then, and then they don't pay the equal price. If you're yeah. going to have them in battle, yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. I'm not, say- I'm not advocating killing women. I'm just saying if you're in a final battle, a no-holds-barred thing, and you're putting men and women out there to risk their lives to fight, some of them are going to die. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, even with that said, though, the, 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 I think I think the uh, the finale was executed quite well. Um, between yeah. the last two parts, I thought they did well. I, I the only thing I didn't like was like the time jump. Um, it was a slight time yeah. jump. The battle had already started when the first the two parter began. But uh, other than that, it once it, again that brings up my point of mm-hmm. cut down the turbine brewers thing. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe you cut that back you're getting able to get uh, half an episode or a full episode mm-hmm. maybe you don't have to do the time jump yeah because we're seeing that a lot now with these final battles especially even in the gundams where it used to be the final battles you know the build-up starts and okay it's a 50 episode show the build-up starts around episode 43 44 and then it goes and usually like your last two episodes are you know the final moments of the final battle mm-hmm. but here it it, it was pretty pretty quick and they could have it could have been flushed out a little bit more because we could have really seen what because they mentioned okay tekadon's getting um you know they're they're having uh they've lost people we really didn't see the impact of it you know what i'm saying right so um, once again we didn't see what they really what they're really paying but enough of that uh <laughs> orga uh Oh sometimes man! Sometimes I really, sometimes I really didn't like him. Right. And sometimes he was okay. Um, way too, uh, way too indecisive sometimes, especially, mm-hmm. especially in the middle where I get that he's, you know, he's 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 in the in the part of he he's in the role of I'm the things that I say or the things that I have us do may get my friends killed. Yeah. But no one was really forcing him to do that. And, you know, he kind of, it took him a while, but he really needed to, I think he needed to be a lot sooner knowing that, Hey, this is the path we chose. What is really, these kids are going to die either way. I mean, and at least give them the opportunity to try to risk it for their freedom. than you know what they were going through. So, he was a little too wishy-washy to me a lot. 
I mean, I, I think he faced a lot of a lot of hard hard situations that he had to make decisions on, and I think right. he he burnt out eventually, especially after the death of uh, Biscuit. You know that hit him hard because Biscuit was his boy. But the, but the, the issue, I, the big mm-hmm. issue I have with him though is he has a lot of people that he can um, that that um, he can go to, mm-hmm. and you know he had uh, he had the the turbines and he had. The other freaking uh, mafia boss guy. He had Mika, so he, it wasn't like he was doing this stuff all on his own. And I and I used to and you know some some characters in the past where they're making these decisions, they're doing it because they have no one else to turn to, no one else to turn to advice. Everybody was giving this guy advice. Mm-hmm. He was just, I don't know, you know that 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 was the thing that was kind of, um, and and as it. You know, and and the first part of the show, the first third of the show, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah. you know, you would think t- towards the last third, you're still not going to have a lot of these a lot of these issues. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, well once they once they hit the train, man, he was good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was it was good. Like I don't see, yeah. I didn't really see him faltering. I mean, granted, he had to make some decisions on the spot, and yeah. he decided to take charge in that Hummer to get to. Uh, yeah, and, to get and, he, and he's good there. Him. Yeah, he's good there. But that middle third, mm-hmm. it's like it's still way too much at times. I was reminded. Because, of, mm-hmm, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, but it's just that situation of like you're in it. You want the best for your guys. Mm-hmm. You, you know this is going to happen. It is going to hurt. I get that. I mean, yeah. I've never been in a situation where I've had to tell people to do things that might cost them their, their lives. Mm-hmm. But you know, you do everything that you can minimize it. And what better way of losing it for their freedom and for fighting against corruption, the stuff that they were so adamantly against? Than dying in freaking Mars, you know, breaking rocks and doing mining and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yo, shout out to the newbies. He says it was still his first job, Neo. Sure. <laughs> I, I look at him though. He is kind of he ha- he has a counterpart ca- a counterpart in uh in Bright because uh, Bright didn't always make the best decisions in the first season of Mobile Suit Gundam. He also you know got you know tried by the crew and they gave him shit. And then he eventually had, uh, he, he broke out in a fever, and and the, te- the the pressure got to him, and and even you know he eventually had to nut up and 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 start making smarter decisions. But even Bright made mistakes back in the day. Well, it's not, and it's not even the mistakes; it's the fact of the torture in himself. At least with Bright, mm-hmm. once he identified the people, specifically Mirai, who he could, you know, confide in, mm-hmm. and who is able to give him, you know, um, unbiased direction um and and really tell him what was going on because he had that the organ had that with biscuit and for whatever reason he just and he you know and a lot of it too once they once they became part of the turbines and that whole group and stuff he got a little he got a little big-headed and you know and and stuff like that and he thought that they were unstoppable and even though the dude the guy from the turbines was telling him look you know shit's gonna go down Mm. He just wasn't. He just wasn't listening. So, yeah. I mean, it, he's not horrible, but it, it just. I would just wish that his comeuppance would have happened a little bit sooner. Because even with Bright, you know, Bright had made some. It, he made some bonehead moves in the mm-hmm. beginning, but towards the end, you really saw the flashes of brilliance. Even in the middle, you saw the flashes of brilliance with the guy. And then, you know, last part of the show, it's like. Pfft. This is the man, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't bad, but 
they could have they could have tightened him up yeah. a lot more. And um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, the music, um, you know, the pacing, mm-hmm. uh, the brutality of the melee combat Whew. that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, you, you hadn't you haven't seen it that brutal in um, in a, a Gundam show. I mean, we've had some pretty brutal battle stuff, but nothing like that. I mean, yeah. it, a lot of that with the um, the bodies just, I guess, exploding, getting crushed in these cockpits and, you know, blood leaking out. I don't know if it's excessive. It might be a little excessive and maybe a little unrealistic. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it really did prove the point. And like I said, it goes back to our argument earlier about those those pilots that survived because they sure in hell made it look like they, they got the same treatment. Yeah. And so, but yeah, it was, it was pretty brutal. Shout out to Phantom Killer. He had mentioned uh, in the chat earlier. I don't. I still don't get why uh, Mika lied to Orga. Um, I actually do. Um, I do think that in that scene where um, Orga had asked Mika about what uh, what Biscuit said to him, he didn't tell him the truth because it would have it would have destroyed his confidence. Uh, and that's the yeah. last thing they needed at the time. He needed to he needed to get Orga back on track. And really, the only person on that ship that could have done that at that time was Mika, because Mika was his rock. And um, Yup brought up earlier. There's a moment where uh, Orga realizes how insane Mika is in the show, and yet he rolls with that shit. <laughs> yeah, but Mika is not a hundred percent insane. He has a conscience, although he can definitely compartmentalize that shit when needed. No, he's, he's, he's damaged, dude. Yeah, he's I da- mean, but he's, he's got, he's got a softness to him. Yeah. But, or, but when you put him in the suit and you yeah. put him in battle, it's all business. He, yeah. He, it's not even all business. I mean, he's just, he's soulless. Oh, I mean, he, he's, he's just, Oh yeah, it's true. Though. I mean, yeah, you, I, you, I, did, I, you watched the show, right? I yeah, mean, I did. the way he, the way he killed these people and then standing over them and talking shit that, you know, Hey, you thought you were good, but, you know, you weren't that good. You weren't as good as you thought. I mean, yeah, he's a damaged dude. Mm-hmm. And it, and the and the thing is, what'll be interesting is if they ever do get peace and you know or whatever. I mean, what's his role? I mean, wh- how does this guy go in society? I mean, he's yeah. he's that classic case of he's he's Rambo. damaged. He's he became a killer, mm-hmm. and that's all he's good at. He's he's John I Rambo, mean, man. He's. A- <laughs> It's not yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, I mean, that, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. and so, and, 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 and it is interesting because, um, you, you realize very quickly within the show, like I kind of realized very quickly that this guy is way damaged. I mean, he, he's Cessna. I mean, he's flat out Cessna and you, you, pretty much know that from the beginning just the way this guy is um and you know it 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 worked though and i think it worked because you have him and uh, orga playing off because orga's definitely the conscience of everything absolutely but, like you said i think orga for a while there was trying to he was doing more of the compartmentalizing where he's like yeah mika's mika mm-hmm. and then he's just like holy crap this guy is <laughs> he's not he's 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 criminal, probably, in a lot of ways. I mean, he's a killer. Straight up killer. Imani says he has some nonviolent aspirations. Uh he he wants to have a farm, maybe. Yeah, he does say that earlier on in the series. I, I can right. see I can see him doing that, you know, like just isolating himself from society and actually having a farm. 
Um, if he if he does survive the series, which I don't think he will, I honestly don't. But, know. One, but once again, though, wanting that and being able to do it are two entirely different things. Yeah, I mean that, and, and we we've seen that even in in some of the things with other you know previous Gundams. Look at look at Armoro. Mm-hmm. I mean, Armoro was always about oh like the war's got to end and all this stuff. He becomes the hero of the one year war. Then he's you know. Um, becomes a teacher or uh, an instructor for the Federation and all the stuff that's going on. He couldn't wait to get back into the fight, Yeah, you know, and then, and then he ends up becoming, um, you know, the lead pilot again for the Federation. Oh yeah, man. And, back in the you know, so yeah. So it's, it's situations where, yeah, they want to, they want to know, you know, yeah, they want this, but can they do it? Yeah. That's the thing. And, and that'll be interesting. It's going to be hard for him to farm with one arm. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Shout out to Fred. He's in the chat. He says, yeah, Mika literally tried to be human and can barely do it. The interactions between him and Kudelia. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of Kudelia, um, Yazi's been asking uh, in the chat. Um, he wanted to know what your thoughts were on Kudelia and her, her progress in the series. She's basically the, um, she's the, the full realization of what Relina Peacecraft should have been. Yes, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, I think she she had a she had a um, she had a vision, and but unlike Relina, she wasn't stupid or naive to think that people aren't going to die before we achieve this. I mm-hmm. mean, she knew that it was going to get bad before it got better, and that she wasn't advocating it, but she kind of just knew from the situation where related to peacecraft, she's so in this fantasy land that it's just like, no, it, it, it's just never going to work that way. Um, and you know, she, you, you got to give it to her too, because she really, um, she realized these orphans, like how bad they had it. I mean, she starts teaching them the, to read and write and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. that takes a lot there. And, you know, but yeah, I, I think, I think of, I think of all of the female leaders, damsels in distress and that we've had in Gundam. She's probably up there with, uh, she, she's a lot like, uh, what's her face? Marina from, um, um, double O. Yeah. But even Marina was pretty naive for yeah. the most part. I don't think Marina. she had, Delia has it in the beginning, yeah. But she, but unlike Orga, she she's able to realize right away that yeah, I know that I don't want this to happen and it is going to bother me. But this is the only way that this is going to happen. This is the only way we're going to get to the end. Yeah. And I just hope that I can save as many people, save as many people that I can, and that we don't lose too many. So yeah, she had to make some hard choices. I know that much, and um, she stood up to uh, all sorts of people. I, I love the fact that she finds finds her footing in the end of the series. Uh, so yeah. far, anyway, and I'm, I'm curious to see where the politician of uh, the politician Kudeli is going to go, uh, if that's exactly where her fate leads her. But uh, we'll run through these uh, Twitter questions real quick. A lot of them uh, are having to do with uh, Iron Blooded Orphans. Um, Yazi has another question here for you. He says, Neo, did you also see some Dugram like aspects uh, outside uh, the initial thoughts on the show? In other words, uh, not even justice. I want to get truth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that could have that could have been the tagline on this show. I wish that's that's what they were they were that's what they were wanting. That's what they wanted to I, get. 
I did see it, but then once again, you know, the kids in Dugram paid the price, man. Yeah, they did. And yeah, and you know, these orphans did, and and I, but we never really got that validation that they did. Um, but yeah, I, I I could see that. I mean, there there's a lot of there's a lot of mecha shows in this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just Gundam. There's a lot of a lot of ideas from other mecha shows in the in this show. It's a nice a lot of those. It's got it's got um it does have a ultra violence eighties anime vibe to it. I mean that that that's pretty evident. Just based like we said earlier on the uh, physical combat melee combat alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, super- and, and it was cool to see because you know like my problem that I had with Thunderbolt mm-hmm. where we have we have a Gundam that basically looks like it's a Gundam from UC 96 and UC 0079. Um, you know, the first real weapons of these things are going to be melee weapons. So it's cool that we're going to see these big freaking melee weapons that all these suits are going to use. And, you know, even the Barbados, it's had all the, it had, it had that big freaking um, like chomper thing with the, um, with the saw blades on it. I mean, that, that makes sense because it's going to say, it's going to save energy output yeah. for the suit. That's so. true. I, I found it amazing that, uh, this is the first Gundam series that doesn't have any kind of, uh, fantastical weapons like beam sabers and, and beam and, and lasers and stuff like that. And I kind of hope that continues into season two. Um, the only exception I'll make is if the last, last Gundam they go up against or if like the, the main heavy has that stuff and it's like new technology they finally developed. But I kind of like the, the hands on, Brutal, you know, brutal ass weapons that they have, like the the Barbatosis uh, spear. I love that weapon. Yeah. I think it's fantastic, and uh, the designs of the mecha are, are great in the show too. Like all throughout, I I, I love the mech designs and the set pieces. I mean, Ein's a, the Ein's a little a little fantastical at the end, but mm-hmm. he is the end boss. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it it wasn't that big of it. I mean, if he showed up like that and episode 12 mm-hmm. yeah then that's probably a, a big problem but yeah we we don't see much um and my god they're still using the mobile workers yeah they still are right <laughs> yeah i mean they're still using that stuff well here we have uh, another question from uh sir Bodwin, uh and he says uh neil first off it's great to have you back we all missed you Oh, thanks. He goes on to say, do you get the feeling that Gundam IBO takes a little too much from Metal Gear Solid 5 with Tekaden being Diamond Dogs? Uh, what, what I'm saying is, uh, do you think it's kind of a ripoff? And he says this as a fan of this show. Um, I, I don't think so because to be honest with you, it takes about two years for, to develop an anime show and to get the scripts written and to produce it, uh, from, from, from inception to, to the finish line. Um, and I, Metal Gear Solid Five, although it was in, in um, I think I think you're in, looking too much into no, this. No, no, I, I think I think they were parallel, a parallel thoughts for the most part. They were both being made at the same time. So, although Metal Gear Solid Five took a lo- little bit longer to go, we didn't know much about the story until it almost came out. So, and they roughly came out around the same time. So, I don't think one borrowed from the other. I think they both just had the same thing in mind for the most part when it came well, to like. I mean, is this really a new concept though? No, it's um, not. Not a, at all. A, 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 a group a group of of a ragtag group of people that have been mistreated band together fight against the bit i mean 
it, what, what's that old adage they say? There's only seven stories in Hollywood. Pretty much, or, or in the world, actually. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. only seven stories in the world, and and every movie and thing is all based on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and also too, um, you know, what is it? imitations the best flattery, form of flattery. So I mean, yeah. the, they're all going to be. I mean, my God, think of the the shows that are going to probably rip off um, uh, uh, Iron Blooded Orphans. You're probably going to see. In the next like two to three years, very brutal mech shows going more towards melee weapons and things like that. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think it is. If if, if anything, uh, I, I don't. And, think and so Iron Orphan does its, its its own good little spin on it. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely, because they're orphans. We're orphans. Exactly, yo. Um, the the general's favorite type of uh anime character. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, let's see here. Um, Rather Ross says actually, uh, he says, when do you guys when you guys do more Gundam shirts? Can you please do a Akihiro Hunk McStrongman one? You talking about Akihiro from uh. <laughs> Oh, with him and his bare chest, with, with all his, with all his, uh, all his well, pectorals. All those, guys, <laughs> all those, all those guys were, especially at the beginning of that show. Everybody was shirtless. Some lean, I mean, some lean ass dudes, man. I swear to yeah. God, Jesus. Yo. Well, all they were doing was mining all day, man. You, yeah. you, you'd be okay too. Yeah, that's you true. Just mine sixteen hours a day, like they said. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God, sixteen! Jesus Christ! Well, I, I see this one comment by Amani Marks. It says, "Double O got MSG comparisons back in the day." Mm-hmm. You know what? All any Gundam show is going to get comparisons to any of the other Gundam shows, and they're all going to end up. And in the end, they all end up taken away from uh, Mobile Suit because, in the end, it, it usually comes out to be, except for Double O, mm-hmm. it always ends up being. Earth for space. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, these guys from were from Mars, but they were from space, and yeah. you know it's. It, it, I think you can have they can they could take from um, previous Gundam shows ideas and, and things like that, but if, as long as they do their own twist or you know their own way of kind of setting it, I don't really have that big of an issue with it. So, all right, fair enough. Um, let's see. Yazi says, uh, Neo, did you almost shed a tear seeing gun tank like mobile workers in IBO? Would Kilgore mm-hmm. or Bertain be proud of these tanks? Oh, Kilgore, <laughs> Kil- of course, Kilgore would. I mean, he's the, he, the, that man loves tanks so much <laughs> that he became one. He, he, I mean, he just, he, he wanted, he never ever wanted not to be surrounded by that cold loving embrace of his of his tank mm-hmm. so yeah there you go oh yeah i mean a, a tank version of a mobile <laughs> suit or a mobile worker so he's gonna they're always gonna be around mm-hmm. yeah I, the, the the staple this they're, they're what keeps the the colonies in uh it's what keeps space moving man those uh yeah. those those mobile workers man with well, treads it's <laughs> it's it's an it's a natural progression i mean and usually it's where they start out mm-hmm for uh for machinery that big probably makes sense to have them treaded <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely shout outs to yazi and everybody else who's uh submitted tweets today um other than that uh 
Um, we've pretty much uh, almost talked to our sure. limit, but uh, any any final thoughts on the show? Like any other pros or cons or uh, uh, major moments you wanted to talk about? Iron Blood Orphans at all? I'll be interested in seeing what the second season's like. Yeah, me too. Actually, I mean, I'm I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic because it'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean, and I don't, I don't know. I've, I haven't really paid any attention, and they haven't really even said much about what they're going to do. Right? Just that they're mm-hmm. having a second season. So, is there going to be? A time skip? How much is it going to be? Well, I in, mean, according to the trailer, it's not that much of a time skip. They're just slightly a bit older. Um, some of the things they showed in the trailer, they showed uh, my man Ride Mass, the youngin uh, with the red hair, who uh, right. saved all the food for the kids. He's now piloting uh, a, a suit. Um, they pretty much, if I was to wager, guess they're like a year older, maybe a little bit older. Okay. A year. They're not. It's not that much different. And the cool thing they showed was um, Orga is now wearing like a business suit. Um, it's like I guess he's gone. He's gone corporate with this group. <laughs> no, he, he's a made man. He's a made he's man. Made at, You're yeah, right. He is. It literally is a made man. Holy got shit! His, got his button, man. That's right. <laughs> you got you to start. Got to start dressing better, Chrissy. <laughs> remember, remember, they kept telling Chrissy, "You have, yeah. you, you got to stop it, man." You know, Paulie said, "Chrissy, I'm warning you. You got, you can't be around all that shit." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So he's, he's got to he's got to move up in the organization, man. Oh, roll with his boy, uh, his boy Turbine, man. Naze Turbine, man. That guy was cool. The smooth criminal himself. But uh, no problem, man. What would you uh, overall? Uh, what would you rate this uh, season of uh, Iron Blooded Orphans, man? Uh, what's your overall rating for the season? I'm actually going to have to give this a fractional one, and I, I didn't want to because Uh-oh. I don't think it deserves. Because if I gave it the high end of the score, then it 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 means that I'm accepting the long arduous journey mm-hmm. in space and some of the you know s- some of the rushing at the end with the uh, the the battle. But um, three point seven five. Three point seven five. That's three point a- seven. Three point seven five out of five empty caskets to to oh. cookie and. Cracker, <laughs> you're wrong. Oh my god! Because because they bur- they buried that boy on on Earth, didn't they? Yeah, I guess they had no. No, no. Actually, they kept. Well, I don't know if they buried him, but they they took their his body with them, and uh, I don't know what. Oh, happened is it to his with body. them? Yeah. Oh, okay. They yeah. they shown they they kept it in kind of like a. Um, they wrapped him up, and they they plan on taking him back oh, to Mars yeah, if I remember right. the uh the the story right. Whew. But no problem. Man, it must be stinking at this point. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Well, real quick, Yup shared something with us on Twitter that I, I think is worth ridiculing. Uh, here you go. I put a link in the chat uh, for you in the in the in the Discord chat. But he shared us this tweet here, and Yup says, uh, "I saw this thanks to Sdelp underscore P. You should enjoy this." And he shares a uh, a tweet with us with. Uh, I came here to laugh at you. Apparently, there's a He-Man looking Char Asnable out, uh, figure. <laughs> this, sh- this shit looks terrible. <laughs> Yo, that why? Is, that is that is pretty better. I, I, wa- I want that on my shelf. I want that. <laughs> that's that's Yo, pretty funny. Masters of the Universe ain't shit. <laughs> 
my god. Oh my god. It's just it's it's so you want to look away, but you can't. I mean, is this for real? Uh, apparently in China or someplace. Oh, it's, uh, it's bootleg stuff. Okay, this yeah. is all the. Uh, okay, all the knockoffs. So many Man, bootlegs. Where, where, <laughs> where did they ever think that that would work? <laughs> I mean, because usually the bootlegs have to be kind of close. I mean, when, when was he ever shirtless? I don't think he was ever really shirtless. Maybe was in he? Gu- maybe in Gundam: The Origin somewhere. I don't know. Uh, maybe who knows? <laughs> and uh, yo, Hot has a, a question for you. He says, uh, "Hey, Neo, what was the first place you wanted to go eat once you got back stateside?" Um, actually, to be honest with you, when I got back, the biggest thing that I wanted was like fresh salad. Oh, re- wow! Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, it's- like I mean, a lot of what was over there. Um, you know, when I was on some of the areas I was at, it was just like iceberg lettuce and even, and even in the, on the local economy, you know, one of the things that a lot of those Gulf states, um, you know, they're nice areas, but they still got to kind of bring the food in from other places. So it is, you can kind of definitely taste it being frozen at times, Mm -hmm. but just like a spinach salad or something like that was, um, something I really wanted. Um, but, um, yeah, kind of the funny thing is, is my eating times were all screwed up. That was the big adjustment that I had is because it was 10 hours ahead of, from where I live. So your body gets used to eating at certain times Mm -hmm. and you're kind of regimented there. Um, so that was the big thing I was having where I was eating at weird times here is like, you know, like two o'clock in the morning, I'd get, I'd wake up and I'd actually be hungry. Oh my god! You know? So you never, you, if you think you, about that, that's lunchtime. So you know that that's kind of the way it was. It was really, it was really just kind of bonkers. So that that was the big thing I had to kind of do. But um, yeah, I mean, in a burger, I went, I went to In and Out. I had to get a double double. That that was good because there's just certain things that you you miss, but. Yeah, salad was the big thing though. For like the first week, I was like eating salad. There were some days I ate salad like every meal. Man, just because yeah. I could. Yeah, because produce to getting produce there is probably really tough. At the, <laughs> when, well, like I said, they areas. ship it in. Yeah, they yeah. Ship it so in they, they ship it in. So yeah, so it's not as fresh. It could have been. It could have been. Um, um, you know, frozen at one point. So mm-hmm. yeah. So because those, those are dry places, all that stuff's got to come in. So a- arid as hell. But uh, shout out to oh, Yazi. Yeah. I can't really get into all this, uh, but he says winners and losers of shipping in Gundam. Look at the 0083 and uh, Iron Blooded Orphans choices. All right, let's take a look. I put the link in the chat for you. Uh, let's what see is here. This now? It's a it's a graph of all the uh, all the um, love interests of Gundam. Which ones won and which ones uh, lost? Uh, like like Sailor versus uh, Frau Bo. Frau Bo's the loser. Let's see. Iron Blooded Orphans. Yo. <laughs> Yo, Iron Blood Orphans, it shows the loser was Kudelia and Atra. The winner was Orga. <laughs> That's about right. Oh, my God. And the other one, he said, look at uh, look at 0083. Let's see here. 0083. Where the, where the hell is it? Uh, oh, um, it's, uh, where is, oh, that's, um, that's yo, yo, Chuck. <laughs> Yo, the winner was Chuck. The loser was Carrots. <laughs> oh my god. That's awesome. 
<laughs> Yo, fantastic. Yo, the guy who did oh, this look is at, a look at, look at, look at, look at one, uh, one over to the, uh, one over, t- two over to the right of that is, mm-hmm. uh, winner, Diana. Oh, so she- <laughs> I'm still sore over that shit. Oh, man. Terrible. This is pretty. That it, the winner was Relina, the loser was the Gundam. I thought the Gundam. I thought the Gundam kind of won on that one. Yo, but but look at look at Double O season. Look at Double O at the top of the fourth row. The winner was Gundam. The loser was Marina. Yeah, well, that's. I mean that that poor woman became she became an old lady, old shrivel up lady. Yo, yo, build like, fighters uh, try. Oh, all those girls. The winner was Gundam. Yo, these these Gundam widows. <laughs> All day long. Look at oh, the loser was Christina. It was the winner was the the Zaku. <laughs> Yo, I don't even get this one for uh, Gundam Rika Gisa G. The winner is Mount Fuji. <laughs> the loser. I think, is... I, think that's, I think that's kind of appropriate for uh, <laughs> for G Reco. <laughs> Noredo was the loser. Yeah, Noredo got the got the shaft hard. Yo, I'm still sore over Eno L though. Yo, Eno L, man, she deserved better. And uh, Gundam X, but yo, Tifa was cool though. I, I can't, I can't shit on Tifa at all. She was all right. But uh, thank you, Yazi, for this. This is so, so ridiculous. Also, uh, Fred hit us with this tweet real quick. This will be the last one. Uh, I don't know if you guys answered this, but who is the best girl and why is it Barbatos? Moshi Moshi Barbatos does. Right as he's about to kill this woman. <laughs> Oh my god, yo, that face. The face of fear. But uh Which they, one? Hers or his? Yo, or hers or most definitely. This. Yeah, she's she's peeing herself right now. About the ass whoop she's about to get. But <laughs> you think you think her makeup would have ran oh. at this point. <laughs> it should've. It should've. But uh props to everybody who tuned into the stream tonight, man. Thanks for coming out for uh, our episode our 180th episode man 20 more and we'll be at 200 guys sometime next year i'm assuming but um thanks for tuning in you've been listening to gundam at mhq episode 180 where we reviewed um the uh the special episode of gundam build fighters try island wars uh special ova episode you can watch live over on gundam info and also we had we got neo's take on the remainder of season one of Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, discussion. And uh, if you guys are listening, uh, watching live, if you liked what you see here on YouTube, please uh, hit that follow button here, hit the subscribe button, and tune in. And t- uh, actually, uh, in a week, uh, we're going to have a special episode. Uh, it's good that Fred's in the chat because we're getting together to talk about More Than Meets the Eye, the comic book, man. Um, if you guys haven't been reading it, it's the Transformers comic book uh, uh, that's uh, currently being published by IDW. And uh, Fred, myself, and several other panelists are coming together to have a special episode where we sit and review or just discuss the comic book where it stands right now from issues 1 to 56 and where we think it's going. So uh, if you guys haven't uh, uh, known about that, uh, check out the comic. Megatron because... with the Autobot symbol on it? Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a long that's story. Fan about art? That, no, no. That's that's real deal. <laughs> What? <laughs> that's that's real deal. Um, Megatron, there's a story behind that, and it's a fantastic one. But uh, Megatron is an Autobot. Uh, he becomes an Autobot in the series, and uh, it's it's so good. It's so well written. If you guys uh, want to check out that review, man, mm-hmm. the Bible must be just that must have burned in 
the Transformers Bible must have spontaneously combusted. Dude, people flipped yeah. out when they saw that shit in the comics, actually. They flipped the fuck out uh, back when it happened, but a lot of people are actually better about it now because his his depiction in the story is fantastic. So, um, so what's more shocking, this or Black Spider-Man? <laughs> I remember when that happened, everybody was like, you know, oh, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. Megatron, Megatron becoming Autobot is more shocking. Black Spider-Man was an inevitability. <laughs> Some people just need to sit their ass down. But uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, doing this next week, uh, next Thursday, the 1st of uh, September at 9.30pm. So come on out, tune on in for a very special op- episode of Gundam at MHQ. And uh, many shout-outs to Fred and everybody else who's going to be joining us on the panel. Yo, uh, Fred says Megatron is the best Autobot. I, I agree, sir. I fucking agree. But uh, Even better than Optimus Prime. Yes, yes. Uh, if that Man. that comic book is the shit. Are we in Bizarro World or I, something? That's I what mean, I was thinking too. Like, it's like something going on. There's like a hiccup in the Matrix or something. <laughs> I mean, come on, what is going on here? When they told me, I couldn't believe the that. Best shit. Autobot is Megatron. I, that just doesn't seem right. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's it has to be seen to be believed. But uh, props to IDW. They write uh, great great comics and. Uh, I freaking have been enjoying the hell out of uh, More Than Meets the Eye. So I hope you guys join us for that review. Uh, get caught up in the comic book if you can before we have that review. So that way you don't have it spoiled for yourself. But, um, Neo, anything you wanted to share before we uh, break the hell out? No. Well, shit. Well, guys, <laughs> make sure to check out the websites. You guys know about MHQ.net and Megatalk.net. Also, find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash group slash MHQ1. Uh, ChaosTheater.blogspot.com is where you can find the Chaos Theater podcast, which is the other podcast that MHQ produces. Uh, make sure to go uh, to the Blogspot, make it a favorite, and also find the podcast on iTunes. Just search for Chaos Theater. And also, follow us on Twitter at MHQ.net, at Gundam at MHQ, and at CTCast. And also make sure to check out our main website, which is Gundam.net, where, where all the action happens. And you guys can find out about our, our next uh, live episode, which, of course, will be next Thursday. So um, that being the case, it looks like we're going to close this thing out. Um, and uh, that's it for episode 180 of Gundam at MHQ for Neo and myself, Sober IU. We'll see you guys later, man. Take it easy. R.I.P. Biscuit. <laughs>
that this isn't the best installment of all five of them. <laughs> That's so, 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 so to me. Hey, hey, hey. Relax for a second. That's not hard. That's not hard. I'm yeah. telling you right Make now. Make a coherent script. Yeah. <laughs> That's, a, That's probably the tough. easiest thing you could possibly right. do other than wake up and make eggs in the morning is make a better Transformers movie. <laughs> That's enough out of both of you. Damn it, this is a good franchise. No, I just, I just really enjoy uh, this idea, and I, I, I hope it works because I want to love this, uh, this concept so much. So, so you're totally buying buy the it. idea I, of, of Merlin in, in, in medieval times in a Transformers yeah, all okay. this stuff. Yeah, I'm actually buying it. And I hate to sound like a broken record, though, too. The only reason I'm going to sell it is because I just... I wish that it was Stephen DeKnight that was directing this mm. instead of mm. Rim. Because if you told me Stephen DeKnight was directing this with this whole uh, Merlin thing, I'd be like, oh, that could be interesting. I'm just picturing some... F- Big blonde with big boobs in a Merle, in a in a night outfit come out and it's just like it's and it's slow motion and they're playing like Iron Maiden and it feels like a Bill and Ted movie what? more than it feels because that's what Michael Bay does. Dude, what so- you just said, I kind of want to see. It. <laughs> you, said, Iron, you said Iron Maiden and it's like an actual real Maiden in a Transformers movie with some a, robots. That sounds kind of cool. It won't be Iron Maiden. It'll be like a third what a third, third eye, eye blind or fall boy whatever yeah, whatever it might be. Right, it, just, it ruined the image. Yeah, I like the idea of Cybertron. I wish it would stay on Cybertron. I wish it did. I'm, st- here. I'm still wishing that the Transformers movie eventually would just say, you know what? Screw the dumb humans. Let's just do a movie about Transformers. I'm buying that's your what, movie. That's what I've been wanting. <laughs> I've been wanting to see that since the beginning. It's like a, a war on Cybertron with the Transformers. I'm in. Sorry, that's I don't all. have the budget for that. It's literally the opening sequence. He'll be on but Cybertron. Yeah, <laughs> be five How minutes on Cybertron. And, I, and this, I know that this is going to come up and someone will say in the comments or people have said this before. I've always said that if you just did a movie about the Transformers, like that's too chauvinist. expensive. Chauvinist. Yeah, exactly. I'm a robot chauvinist. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is it's like those Robotist. movies are like two twenty five. How long they are? Yeah. Make the movie an hour forty minutes, Ooh, an hour yeah. forty five minutes, and you can do you can do. How a are they going to get movie? the Bud Light commercials in? That's true. That's right. That's <laughs> right. like I summon the Coors Light. All of a sudden, yeah. Mark Ellis shows up. Like, yeah, that's right. Weird, weird Squire outfit. Hey, what's going on, Olive Garden? Hey, I love this. Uh, uh, what do you What do you think? Conjure Club. <laughs> I'm, you know what? Strangely enough, I am buying this because yes, we haven't been. So, no, no, I'm buying. I'm only buying it because I love the Arthurian times. Yep. I love Merlin, you and now when Ray can I, pull it off, I, hell no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, buying, I'm buying this concept, right. and I'll probably buy the trailer because right. they always make the. Remember the extinction oh, trailer yeah. was cool, dude. There's dinosaurs and all this. <laughs> Boo! It's such a garbage film, but like the trailer is so amazing. You're like, look at that! He's he's riding a dinosaur. Whatever. You've been watching it sober. You've been doing it wrong, man. No, we're all going to, dude. You're coming with us. We're all oh, going to really? go see this drunk. I'm going to be all and then we're just boom broke in the it's middle. It's going to be so more than fun. just drunk. It's I will tell you that David Transu wins the thing. He said Harloff is an anti-humanist. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, Cybertron. You got King Arthur. You got Merlin. I'm hoping they have Morgana Le Fay, and she yeah. teams up yeah. with the evil uh, Transformer. Right. Yeah. So that would be. Cool. All right. What's next? <laughs> That's not going to happen. At MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint. So, now you've heard my pitch, what do you think of my Suicide Squad? That was really well organized. The rock music accompaniment was an especially nice touch. Thank you. Hey, I had a few questions, though. Go on. First of all, who am I? What is my job? Is there any one person with the power to sign off on this kind of thing? I don't know. You use the phrase Suicide Squad. What is that exactly? It's a team of bad guys we send out to fight crime. Why would you do this with bad guys? I don't know. 
Well, what makes them so special? They can shoot things and hit them with bats. This guy's a crocodile. So how would this be different than sending in a team of soldiers? These guys are bad guys. Oh, so like basically you're sending in bad guys so you don't have to risk innocent men's lives. No, there will be soldiers there too. Wait, what? About 50 of them. What are they doing? They're guarding the suicide squad. This guy's a boomerang. Wait, wait, so you're letting them out of jail. What's going to stop them from escaping? I'll inject tiny bombs into their necks that I'll control with an app. It's right here on my phone. Okay. Didn't you just take out a folder on the guy who's the best shot in the world? So, like, what if he can shoot you with a gun faster than you can kill him with an app? I don't know. And how is the guy who's good at shooting things different than just sending in a team of soldiers with guns anyway? He's really good at shooting things. If you're sending them on suicide missions and if it works, they're going back to jail anyway, then why wouldn't they just try to escape? Like, they might as well, right? I don't know. What's the boomerang guy supposed to do? Practically nothing. Is there going to be some contrived problem that only throwing a boomerang can solve? No. What kind of mission were you thinking of sending them on? To save me. Wait, what? What are you in danger from? Enchantress. Who's Enchantress? She's part of my suicide squad. She escaped. Oh my god! What was her power? She had the powers of an ancient evil goddess. So how are you gonna fight her with, what, a crocodile? A guy who can climb things? Oh, he's not on the squad anymore. Why? He tried to escape. I had to explode his head. Oh my god! Why is it okay for you to do that? These are dangerous criminals. What was he even in for? I, I don't remember him. Did you do a thing on him when you read the files on all the others? No. How are we possibly going to spin this? Like, publicity-wise? Well, it's a top-secret operation. I'm going to shoot all my staff so they don't talk. What? That's terrible! Also, like, what if any of them try to run or fight back? Like, it sounds impossible to pull off. I'm an incredibly good shot. I have amazing speed and precision. I can do it perfectly on my first try. What, just like Deadshot? It is very similar. If these villains are so dangerous that it's okay to blow up their heads, why haven't they just already been executed? Especially since they keep escaping every time Batman puts them away. I need them for my squad. If Superman tries to kill the president, who's going to stop him? I don't know. A criminal with a sword? Katana's not a criminal. Then why is she in the squad? She's good at fighting. Okay, if you can get on the squad by being a good fighter, then why are there any villains on the squad? What do you mean? Well, there are all these incredibly famous people running around with superpowers. And you even said earlier you were in contact with Batman. So why don't you just put together a team of good guys who are powerful and also not dangerous criminals? Oh my god. Suicide Squad. Rated PG-13. Experience it in IMAX 3D.